welcome to a brand new episode with me. I feel like I've been on top of things this time around, actually bringing you episodes more regularly because I, I didn't want to wait until 2023. You know how we do that? We wait for a new year and then we start doing something. But it's just, you know, I'm just like, why not just start now so I can enter into the new year on a roll with these episodes? So I have some tea with me, of course. I always make some tea before. It's funny because it's like I'm sitting down to have this chat with you guys, but I'm kind of just talking to myself. I know that I've said so many times that I'm going to hop into a live and then I kind of chicken out. But I really am thinking about doing some things, like maybe like little workshops or things where we can interact with each other like in real time. But for now, sitting down here and chatting to you makes me very happy. My tea of choice this evening is called Passion Tea. It's one that I used to drink at Starbucks all the time years ago. So I used to drink a lot of coffee and I was going through a lot of anxiety at the time and I figured that maybe I should try cutting it out. Maybe the caffeine was just intensifying my symptoms. And when I did cut it out, it definitely did make a little bit of a difference. So I remember at the time I was trying so hard to stay away from caffeine. I actually haven't had coffee in years to be honest i sometimes i think about trying it again but then i'm like oh i haven't had it for so long i don't know how my body would react but i have thought about it but anyway this was a tea that i used to drink all the time um, i used to get this at starbucks and just smelling the tea like every time i make it now it just you know how how um scents have such an impact so it just takes me back to years ago but it's a very good tea it actually tastes really yummy and fruity so that is my tea of choice. I have my little roll-on. So I have this little perfume roll-on. It's called Vanilla Woods from a company that's called The Seven Virtues. And oh my gosh, it smells so good. I'm literally putting it on right now, like just on my arms, on my wrists, I should say. But it smells so good. And what I love about it is that it's because of the essential oils, like the vanilla oil in it, it's very good for relaxing your mind and soothing you. I've had so many compliments, like so many times when I've gone out, like just by myself, like someone stopped me and said, what are you wearing? It smells so good. So it's really nice to have something that smells so good, but it's actually really good for your mind at the same time. Okay, so let's not, well, let me not drag out this intro because I am very good at dragging out intros for ages before I actually get to what we're going to talk about. I think we're about, it's showing me we're about three minutes, almost three minutes in right now, so... I think that was the perfect length for an intro, and now we can jump into the episode. I've been wanting to do another episode on health anxiety, but I've been trying to figure out what I could have a chat with you about, because I already, I already do have three episodes. I have one where I explain my whole story, my experience with health anxiety, and everything that helped me. I have an episode that's more just of a validation one, when you just you just need that. Like, you know when you suffer with health anxiety and you feel like people just don't understand and you just need to hear some things from someone who has gone through it so that you just feel validated, right? So I have a more of a validation episode. And then the last episode that I did on health anxiety, I believe it was episode 18, that was right after I had COVID. I had COVID in October. I was sick for about a month, actually. And my health anxiety definitely increased around that time. So that episode is all about health anxiety when you're sick and just my experience and some things that helped me. So one question that I get a lot, I get this question often is, do you still deal with health anxiety today? The answer to that is yes, I do. It's not like it was years ago when it was when health anxiety was my life, when health anxiety was in control of me versus the other way around. Like I health anxiety when I say when I use words like health anxiety consumed me that's not an exaggeration and that's not me being dramatic honestly health anxiety was my entire life I often tell you guys that it was like a full-time job because that is all that I focused on all I focused on were my symptoms how I felt the fact that I was probably dying that was my entire life I'm at a point now where health anxiety no longer rules my life however when I'm going through a lot of stress in my life, when I'm going through personal things, when I'm not taking care of myself and doing those things that I know help me so much, then sometimes it will creep back in. 
I feel like I have the tools now to work through it and to manage it. Whereas before, I had no idea what to do. If you want to know things that help me, go back and listen to that episode. I'm not 100% sure which one that was not. might be episode 11. I will link it in the caption. And I also have a blog post on it as well that I'll link for you if you prefer to read. But health anxiety, like now when it comes up for me, it doesn't consume me like it did before, but that doesn't mean that it's not difficult to deal with. It's still very difficult for me at times when it comes up. Before though, it was a 24-7 thing, and it wasn't just when I was going through stress, it was all the time. Even even on the good days, my mind was still, you know, focusing on the symptoms, and I could feel like I could tip over at any moment, if, if that makes sense. Whereas now when it comes in, it's just kind of like a temporary bout of it and like I said it's often when I'm dealing with stress I can usually pinpoint where it's coming from or like for example if I'm going through a stressful period I know that it's especially important then for me to kind of avoid videos where people are talking about illness or shows where there's any kind of illness or sickness because when I'm going through when I'm feeling vulnerable and I'm going through stress that's when I'm more likely to experience it and to kind of take it on versus when I'm feeling really strong within myself and I'm doing all the things that I know help me I hope that makes sense people will often ask me if I've cured or healed my health anxiety which is to say that I'll never have it again which is just unrealistic that's why I always like to use the word manage like I've managed my health anxiety so when it comes in now I have the tools that I need to help me work through it versus before I would just kind of get completely lost in this horrible spiral of it and I don't stay in that place for as long whereas again before it was constant so if you've been here with me for a while if you've been listening to my episodes if you've been just following along with me honestly over the past two years i'm so tired of saying the same thing but the past two years have been very up and down um i did talk about this in my last episode which was honestly so scary to record and i'm so appreciative of your guys messages and how kind you were with that episode because i really was scared to record that But I do share a lot more of the personal things that I have been dealing with in that episode. So as a result of dealing with a lot of stress, I have been dealing with on-off anxiety, depression, and then of course, health anxiety, which is a damn nightmare, honestly. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about different ways health anxiety has affected me over the past year. I thought I could do like a sum like I could summarize my health anxiety of 2022 because there have been times when I've been dealing with it this year it's been very up and down and very on and off and like I said it it doesn't last as long which I'm so thankful for but you know maybe you're dealing with one of these things that I'm going to talk about maybe you're dealing with that right now maybe it's something that you can relate to maybe you know someone who's dealing with it so I really really hope that this episode episode will help you Okay, so I just want to be really honest here. Sometimes when I share certain things, I actually feel quite embarrassed about it. I feel like it used to be worse. Like when I first started talking about certain things, I was so nervous because I was like, what if people think I am extremely weird? And then you guys sharing your experiences with me really helped me so much because I felt less alone. You guys tell me all the time, I share things and you feel less alone. But the very first time I started sharing things... I felt I felt like it was just me that experienced those things and I was really embarrassed and even now sometimes when I share certain things I feel kind of self-conscious about it but I just want to thank you for making me feel less alone or less weird and yeah let's 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 just get started like I think I've drawn out the intro now even further so let's just let's just dive in so let's start with health anxiety and major allergy fears because that is a huge topic in our community i know so many of you guys relate to that and let me tell you when i had fears about eating something that i had eaten a million times before and thought that i was going to have an allergic reaction or my fears overtaking supplements or even advil at times and thinking that i'm going to get 
all the side effects that's listed on the bottle. When I shared that and you guys were like, oh my gosh, I feel the same way. I could not, I honestly could not believe it. So it's something that I've really tried to talk more about on my Instagram page. So I wanted to talk about it here as well. When you live with health anxiety, just anxiety in general, honestly, you deal with a lot of what ifs. What if this time I eat this food and this time I have an allergic reaction? What if I take that supplement and I'm the person that gets the weird side effects? Thoughts like this can make us think that we're sensing something, like we're kind of psychic, like we wouldn't have had that thought if, you know, there was the potential for it to happen. This is exactly what anxiety does. It's always trying to prepare us for the worst. Our brain is always trying to keep us safe, okay? So while allergy fears may not make any sense, they are so much more common than you realize, so much more common. I've also always been very sensitive. Like, I have a very sensitive skin. I have the type of skin that can flare up really easily. If I use ingredients, um, if I use a new product that has new ingredients in it, my skin will flare up. I've actually switched all my body stuff and all my skin stuff, and I did this years ago, to just clean skincare, clean stuff, things that don't have parabens and chemicals and things, and because my body reacts horribly to those things and I know I should be grateful because those things aren't good for you anyway but the only reason that I became especially aware of all of these things was because of how how I would react to them so about two weeks ago almost two weeks ago I went to the hair salon and I just went to go get my color touched up right so I have dark hair now I used to have I used to be blonde I was blonde for years and Every time I went to the salon, it was just, she would just put highlights in my hair, which is just foils, and it doesn't touch your scalp. So I never had any bleach or anything touching my scalp. Now that my hair is dark, every time I go and get my color touched up, it's always directly on my scalp, over my whole, whole head, okay? And every time I get it done, my hair will, my, like my head will itch a little bit for a day or two after, but it's something that I haven't really thought about just because I, I know I'm, I know I'm very sensitive and it would honestly last like a day, sometimes two, it would be just feeling mildly itchy and then it would disappear and I, I wouldn't think about it again. But this last time that I went, I left the salon and a few hours later, my head started to do the it's itchy thing that it does when I get my color done, but it was a lot worse. My I honestly felt like I was going crazy. It's so uncomfortable when your scalp itches. Um, and I think we've all dealt with that at some point, so I feel like you relate to what I'm saying. But it was so itchy. And of course, the more you scratch, the itchier it becomes. And it's just the cycle. And I got this rash like this I call, it's not like a severe rash but it's it's like these little pimples that kind of popped up that were that are really itchy um in my hairline like on my neck like behind my ears and on my scalp as well and as I'm sitting here now I still have it it's it's so much better and it's like almost gone now like knock on wood but it's it, it's still there and it's still a little bit itchy. It's, like I said, it's, it's way better, but it's still, still a little bit itchy. And just a few days ago, I thought to myself, it has been over a week. I have this weird rash and I could feel myself starting to fall into those health anxiety thoughts. What if this turns into a serious reaction? What if it just gets worse? What if it's not the die? What if it's something more serious? Like this, our brain will go through every single possible thing that it could be and it can drive you insane. And then often the more we focus on whatever we worried about, the more intense it will become. Do you, do you find that sometimes where you're so focused on a symptom or you're so focused on a sensation and then it just feels worse because you're putting all of your attention there? So I feel like allergy fears are something that come up for me 
um, from time to time. It just depends. Uh, I think also because my skin is so sensitive and because I get reactions, I sometimes think, oh, what if this is a really bad one this time? My mom has always been very sensitive as well. Um, I remember one night she she had tried some new herbal thing from a friend of hers that had made some herbal mixtures to help with um, immunity or something like that. But it was just something that her friend had like concocted by herself. Um, it wasn't like regulated or found in stores or anything. And my mom, I think she was coming down with a cold and she didn't want to get sick because she had work. So she took these herbs that were turned out to be way too concentrated or something. And she got this full body rash, like from head to toe, she had welts everywhere. And my mom has always struggled with health anxiety and she panicked. And I remember how worried she was because it was so uncomfortable on the outside and it looked so bad. And then, of course, you start worrying like, well, what if my throat closes? That's such a big thing. We worry about having that life-threatening reaction when our throat closes. And then, you see, here's the thing. We start to then put the attention on our throats. And I promise you there's been times where I've had seafood. I mean, it's happened this year. It's definitely happened this year. Where I had shrimp after not having shrimp for a really long time. And I had those little health anxiety thoughts start to creep in. Oh, you're having shrimp. Ooh. Are you sure? <laughs> and then you just need those thoughts to creep in. And then you start putting the attention on your throat. Okay, does my throat feel okay? Um, just talking to you about my throat right now, like I feel like <laughs> I can feel... You feel something when you put your focus there. Our brains are so much more powerful than we give them credit, credit for. So just as our brains can make us think the worst, we can turn that around as well. We can talk... Um, I don't want to say we can't talk positive words because I struggle with that sometimes because I'm not sitting here and telling you to just talk positively to yourself and just be positive. But when we change how we talk to ourselves and the things that we say in those moments of panic, the more we do it, the easier it becomes. Because, you know, when we start panicking, we start thinking, oh, my throat feels weird. <gasps> I think my throat is closing. What if my throat closes? I should go to the hospital. Whereas we, we're not saying, you know what? I've been here many times before. I know I know how intense health anxiety is. I know that I'm safe. I know I'm not the only one who goes through this. If we just start to change the way that we talk to ourselves, it can make such a big difference. But it takes time. But I promise you, the more that you do it, the easier it starts to become. Here's another um, incident where I really like I, I felt myself <laughs> get a little bit worried. Uh, it was earlier this year, I think it was. Uh, was it this? I'm so confused. I feel like the year just flies by. I can't even believe it's almost Christmas. In a few days, it's Christmas. What the heck? But um, I think I'm pretty sure it was earlier this year. I So I have these vitamin C capsules. And one day I, I went to the health store just to stock up on the vitamin C that I usually take every day. And they had some... They were celebrating like their birthday or, or something. And right as I was leaving, um, the guy that works there handed me this bag that had like all these free supplements in it. Uh, it was worth quite a bit. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, oh, this isn't mine. And he said, no, this is like a free, this is a free gift that we're giving our customers. So I thought that was really cool. So I looked at what was inside and it was another one of the vitamin Cs. Uh, and then it was two more supplements from the same company one was for one was just a multivitamin and the other one was um it was like an immunity thing it was to help with colds and flu and things there were some things in there that i was familiar with like ginseng and echinacea and then there were also things in there that i was not familiar with so even though i was i was very like interested in trying it i told myself you know we'll just put that aside for, for now and it's, it's something we'll look at in the future. I know so many of you guys have supplements sitting on your counter or sitting somewhere in your cupboards and you mean, like, you mean well with them. You plan on starting them at some point, but it, they just sit there for the longest time before you start to take them, right? 
So that's what happened with these pulls. And I tried to tell myself, I tried to say, you know what? Don't feel bad about it because you didn't go out and buy this. You got it for free. I, when I when I buy supplements now, I really try to not let fear take over and stop me from taking them. Like, for example, ashwagandha was something I was so scared to take for the longest time. And it's something that really has helped me a lot. It has helped me to manage my stress. Uh, so I didn't... It was something that I was like, you know what, I'll just keep it if I feel sick in the future or if I want to build my immunity more or whatever, I, I'll try it. So I, I left it on the counter. Like, I didn't put it in the cupboard. I left it on the counter. And it looks very much... I mean, it's the exact same bottle as my vitamin C. And I, I think you know where I'm going with this. So one morning after I had my breakfast, I... I, I really take like my vitamins just on like autopilot I just I know what I take I know what helps me I just go to the I go to my supplement section I just pop them out take them done right so I don't really even pay attention I, and I've realized now that I should so I took um my I opened what I thought was my vitamin c took it put the bottle back down on the counter and as I put it down I saw that it was those immunity pulls that have like a gazillion ingredients in it and it's that feeling of like my stomach just dropped and I was like oh my god and then I thought about how I've spoken about this so much on my Instagram and how I've told you guys to not let fear take over when you want to try something and I was like Tamarin it's okay like you can do <laughs> you can do this and I remember just I, I, you can't help it. I mean, you can't help how you feel. So you can't help the feelings that come up. And I felt, I felt anxious that I had taken something that I was just not prepared for. And like I tell you guys all the time, when you start to put your attention, when you start to tell yourself, oh, what if, what if, what if, what if, um, oh, I'm, I may feel sick. I, oh, I feel like I, maybe I do feel a bit sick then you may very well start feeling a bit weird, right? And I think after I took it for about an hour, I was like, I feel a bit strange. Oh, am I dizzy? I feel a bit weird. Like, it's so, it's so crazy to me, like, just how our brains actually work. So fortunately, all was okay. Um, and I actually, I actually took them um, when I was sick with COVID and they really helped me. And I took them again recently when I was feeling a bit run down. So I always feel like if I hadn't accidentally taken it that day, would I have even started it? But our fear is always worse. Our fear is always so much bigger. And the, the you know, the worst case situations that our brain conjures up are always so much worse than what actually happens, right? Another big one, I say big one, but... It's something that it's it's just been kind of like frustrating. Like I try to avoid it, but then sometimes you can't avoid certain things. So I've been on TikTok a lot more this year. I've been um, sharing more videos there and like um, growing a community there as well. If you're part of that community, then thank you for being there with me as well. But because I've been sharing, I you know, like I'm on TikTok and I'll share stuff and I'll be like chatting with you guys and... The thing is, when you open the TikTok app, it's like immediately you're confronted with a video. And often it will be something that will just draw us in and then we'll start that endless scroll. So for a while, I ended up on the sick, like the sickness side of TikTok where people were sharing stories about their very serious illnesses and things. And listen... You know, just because I'm at a point where I can manage my health anxiety doesn't mean that I don't feel anything when I when I see someone sitting there and sharing their story with all of their symptoms. The, the, the thoughts do try to creep back in. They definitely do. But before, I would sit and watch the entire video. I would analyze every symptom that the person was talking about. I would immediately go to Google. Now I will scroll on by... Or even if I end up watching the video, I will not go to Google. Like that is my number one. And that's uh, that's why I, I'm always talking about my A to Z book. Because I wrote that book to help you stay off Google. Google will never help you. It, it You know, sometimes you'll see something that will bring you some relief. 
but it's such a gamble and it's a gamble that's just not worth it in my opinion so definitely like tiktok videos and i know a lot of you guys can relate to this a lot of you guys a big symptom that i know a lot of you guys were worried about um was itchy skin like a lot of people were talking about illnesses with like oh were their skin itched oh my gosh my like again i have a very sensitive skin and i've always been prone to like dry like itchy skin and like now in the winter time especially um i feel like you know when the weather turns colder there's a lot of health anxiety triggers because you have the indoor heating which completely dries out the air and then you go outside and it's cold and it's dry and what does this do it dries out your skin it makes you itchy so so you're already feeling uncomfortable you're already wondering why you're so itchy then you come across because remember it's all everything's tied in together it's like a little pattern then you open up your tiktok and you see someone saying i have this serious thing one of my top symptoms was itchy skin and then your brain starts piecing it together and you think oh crap like my skin's been itchy what does that mean so i think just really pay attention like to you and your experience versus someone else's because like for me like for example like i know that i have a sensitive skin i know that the air is really dry right now and it makes sense that my skin is itchy are you using a new body wash are you more stressed than usual because that can cause itchy skin pay attention to you and what could potentially be triggering you versus immediately comparing your symptom to someone else who has a completely different experience I know it's difficult because even when we want to look away from something, it's just, it's really hard to, but try your best to, when you see videos like that, that you know are going to trigger you, just scroll past them. Don't even, like, because often when you engage with a video like that, like you may feel bad and feel like you want to leave a comment or you want to like it. But the problem with that is that then you're going to start to see more of that on your page. And then what's going to happen is you're going to, like on your feed, I mean, right? And then what's going to happen is you're going to start to think, why am I seeing all these videos? It must be a sign. Meanwhile, it's just because you've been interacting with them. So try your best to scroll and post. Um, really follow accounts that help you to feel safer within yourself, that, bring, that make you happy. Interact with pages that make you feel calmer and make you feel like better in your body. And... My biggest tip of all, and I will repeat this a million times, and I've already just said it, but I'll say it again because maybe you need to hear it. Do not Google, okay? Another thing that I've been dealing with this year is just randomly worrying about my vision. And I know that vision issues, blurry vision, spots in your vision, I know that these are all big ones with anxiety, Whenever I've been really anxious or stressed, I've dealt with blurry vision. During a pan, like during panic attacks, my vision would always get really blurry. Um, stroke. I always used to fear having a stroke. Like <clears throat> that's something that I would always worry about because I would start to piece together symptoms like blurry vision, dizziness, feeling confused, my speech is weird. Like I would start to piece together all of these symptoms, and then really, I, like stroke fears were massive for me. But even when I wasn't having a panic attack, and even now, and even recently, when I'm feeling stressed and like my heart is racing and I'm just, I'm feeling on edge, blurry vision is something that I deal with sometimes. And sometimes it's like an all day kind of thing, because that's a question I get a lot. Did, do you actually deal with, like, or is it normal to deal with blurry vision all day long? So that is something that comes up, up for me. And then... And this is something that I've always, I've always had this, like I've always had this, I've gone for eye tests before and it's all good, but I'll see this little like blue dot in my vision like sometimes. And again, like I've noticed it's when I'm tired or when I'm, when I'm a bit anxious or when I've been stressed and I've had it. This is the, this is another thing about health anxiety. It just just like with the allergy fears, like even if you've eaten something a million times before, your brain comes up with a what if, what if this time, right? So even though I've experienced this, these spots in my vision, this little blue spot, even though I've had this for literally as long as I can remember, back from being a teenager, it will come up now and I'll think, oh my God, it's serious. But I won't think back to all the times that I've had it before. 
I have an optometrist that I've gone to for years and she is just, she's so funny and she always relaxes me and it's always a really good experience. But last year, uh, November, I believe, I, th I think it was like the end of November, I needed to go to the optometrist because I was having an issue with my one eye. Um, it, I, it felt like there was something stuck in my eye or like I had scratched it or something and I wasn't able to wear my contact lenses which was like a nightmare for me, you know, <laughs> but really like I, I don't like wearing my glasses. I prefer contact lenses and like I, I, I felt like I needed to go. I needed, needed to just go have my eye checked just to be safe. So my optometrist wasn't available until the following week and I was just, I just wanted to go right now and be told that it's fine and I didn't like, I didn't want to I just wanted it to be over, like I wanted to be told that it's fine, because I was I was having some anxiety about it. So I just booked with a random optometrist that I'd never met before, like at a shopping mall here, and I just did not have a good experience. Uh, he he just he didn't put me at ease at all. I'm not gonna go into that whole experience now, just because I want to do a separate episode talking about vision and eyes as a symptom, and. I'll, I'll share the whole story in there. But I did not have a good experience. And I feel like my anxiety around my vision and stuff like increased after that. <laughs> so honestly, having a good doctor, a good optometrist, a good dentist, whatever it may be, is so important. If you go to someone and they do not make you feel validated or safe, um, or they don't understand that you have anxiety, try somebody else. Like, Honestly, try someone else because I've had the same optometrist that I've gone to for years who's amazing and then I did I went to someone random and suddenly I felt horribly anxious. So that's also something that I just wanted to share there. But yes, vision issues. I know that health anxiety can go into overdrive when you deal with blurry vision because you start to think that something is very, very wrong. I mean we use our eyes all like all to every the whole time <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say but I feel like I mean you know what I mean so it's very natural that some when your vision is affected in any way it's blurry you're seeing spots you're seeing floaters your eyes are feel tired and sore and strained and you're dealing with twitching it's very very normal to feel stressed about it but please know that these are very very common issues with anxiety and health anxiety will always make you worry and think the worst so here's something positive another thing that i've dealt with i mean i deal with this every year on and off i think it's just normal as humans we will deal with this at times and that's muscle twitching since i've been taking magnesium every day it's so much better than it used to be i used to have muscle twitches constantly all the time it's it's the one symptom that started me off with my with my health anxiety like the, like when i was 17 my rich, my, my rich, my, I got excited there. I wanted to say wrist and twitch. <laughs> my wrist started twitching and I had no idea what was happening. I talk about this. I'm pretty sure I talk about this in a separate episode and I share it in my page and my books, but my wrist started twitching and I became fixated on twitching as a symptom. And that was it for me. Twitching, the very first symptom and the positive is that now when I get it, I don't spiral. Like, I don't even feel worried, which is, I honestly can't even tell you how huge that is because twitching was my worst symptom. It was the symptom that would send me absolutely panicking. It's, it's a symptom that made me feel that I had like a degenerative disease and, oh, life was so hard during those days because I felt like I wasn't living at all, because all I thought was that I'm dying, what's the point? But muscle twitching is so common with anxiety, from holding our muscles tight, from uh, not, ha not ha like having magnesium deficiency. Most of us are actually deficient in magnesium, and this is why I always talk about it. Magnesium is amazing for tight, sore, twitchy muscles, Taking the supplement, the glycinate form is what I recommend. I'll share a blog post all about it in the caption. And then you can even massage a magnesium gel directly onto 
like twitchy areas or like very sore areas because that gives you even faster relief. So I just wanted to share that as something positive and maybe as some inspiration if you're dealing with whether it's muscle twitches or another symptom and you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine ever being at a point where this specific symptom does not scare me. I just wanted to share that because I honestly, if some, if I could have seen into the future, seen myself sitting here right now and saying, oh, I had twitching the other day and I didn't even think about it, I would, I mean, I, I would laugh. I would say, that's not me. Let's talk about the neck. <laughs> so I think that the neck is a I always say like we have certain hot spot areas where we tend to obsess more over certain areas when we have health anxiety under the arms the neck places that we can feel our lymph nodes I think as human beings we have cartilage and muscle tissue and lymph nodes and whatever else throughout our bodies so when we start like zoning in on one specific area and feeling it and pushing on the area and just looking for something we're going to feel things it's we're not going to put our hands on our neck and feel nothing like there's cartilage in there there's a whole bunch of things going on and this is not good news <laughs> if we have health anxiety because with health anxiety we we don't want to feel anything because even if it's something completely normal a completely normal lymph node our brain says what the hell is that I feel like I've always had a lumpy neck because it sounds so weird, but I've always dealt with a lot of allergies. Um, I was lactose intolerant and didn't know this for years, so continued having dairy and as a result was dealing with all this mucus and swollen glands in my throat and swollen lymph nodes and constant infections, which swells up your glands and your lymph nodes and everything. So I've always dealt with like a lot of swelling and things going on in my neck. So... That really has not been helpful at all. And even though, like I tell you, I, I really have come a long way and I'm able to manage my health anxiety now to the point where it doesn't, you know, completely take over my life, I am human and I have my moments and I go through stress and things when I am more susceptible to dealing with it again. So when it comes to health anxiety that I've struggled with this year, I would say, so it's everything that I've you know, mentioned up till now, but I would say that's probably been one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest one. I always have this thing where when, like, when I'm stressing or when health anxiety is creeping in, my neck is the thing that I'm going to worry about. It's, it's so, it's really annoying. And even now as I'm talking to you guys, I'm thinking about my neck and I'm like, should I feel it? Like, oh my gosh. Uh, it's it's really frustrating because I'll feel it and I'll feel like, oh, you know, the one side feels different to the other side and are they even and like, what's that thing? And when I was about 18, I remember, I don't know, I think it was just like an accidental thing. Like I just had my hand on my neck, you know, when you're just like sitting around and just like, <laughs> I mean, it sounds so weird, but you know, when it's just accidental, you just stumble upon something. And I felt this lymph node in my neck but I didn't know it was a lymph node I was just like oh my god there's like a round ball in my neck and I would feel it and it would move around and like I would hope that when I go back and feel it two minutes later that it would be gone because you know that's the logic that we have when we when we deal with health anxiety <laughs> but no it was still there and then I would feel it and then I would stop and then a minute later I would feel it again as if like expecting something different and I remember being so worried about this and I knew that I just have to go to the doctor. Like I, I needed to go to the doctor. I needed to know what this is like right now. So I went to my doctor very worried. Oh my gosh, I felt so sick. Like sitting there in the waiting room, still feeling my neck and like, oh, what is it? You know, like, what, what is that? And I remember going in and I had a really, really good doctor in South Africa and he knew, he knew that I like, I'm a hypochondriac and like I struggle and he felt it and he said it's a lymph node and he literally sat down and like explained lymph nodes to me and how normal they are and how it's totally normal to be able to feel them and how the more you, you touch them 
Um, the more you irritate them and they can swell up. When you have infections and allergies, they can swell up. They can kind of go up and down your whole life. And he really, he really did put me at ease. But of course, if it's normal to be able to feel your lymph nodes, it's not like that's the only area that I'm going to feel a lymph node. I, throughout your body, you can feel lymph nodes. So it's honestly like my neck is an area that I, I try to avoid. <laughs> I really do because it's, it's just, it's especially like I told you guys, when I'm feeling stress or I... I'm not doing the things that I know help me or I'm not taking care of myself properly. I, I know that if I start feeling around and checking, my brain is going to go to some dark places. But lymph node fears are huge with health anxiety. It's something that I still struggle with on and off. And that's me being completely honest. Um, so I would say I would say that this year, the one thing that's been kind of a trigger for me in terms of health anxiety has been, again, my neck. And not even lymph nodes, like just feeling, I mean, sometimes you get like necks are weird, like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on um, and everyone's neck is different and some people's are like lumpier than others and I've always felt like I have like a lumpy neck. So anyway, um, one thing that, so this is, this is super weird, um, but, well not super weird, but like, I, I don't know, maybe you'll think it's weird. One thing that I do when I am noticing that I'm starting to check something again because that part of health anxiety can drive us crazy right we googling is bad enough it, it truly googling is awful but you know if we go out and leave our phone at home or we go out and turn our phone off we kind of force to not be on there for a bit and it that makes life a, t a teeny teeny bit easier but when it's something that's easily accessible, like your neck to just feel, it's easy to have a conversation with someone and just kind of look like you're, you know, just <laughs> just touching your neck. But you're, you're feeling, right? You're feeling like, is there something there? So one thing that I, I do is I like, it, this is strange, but like I make like little, what, what would you call it? Like I make little bar, like deals with myself. I'm like, you're not going to... You're not going to check your neck unless you're in the bathroom. Like that's what I like. That's what I do. Like unless you in the bathroom and having a shower, that's the only time that you can feel it. The minute you step out of there, you're not allowed to feel it. You're not allowed to feel it in any other room. Like it's. I have to literally talk to myself and treat myself like a child sometimes. Um, but try. I mean, it's it's so strange, and maybe this won't work for you. I'm always sharing my experience and what work, work, works for me, and it doesn't always work. But literally, find an area of your home or room and tell yourself that only when you, like somewhere that you're not all the time, you know, somewhere that you're not often, and tell yourself that, okay, when I'm there, I'm allowed to check, and then even set like a time limit. I'm not allowed to check for longer than one minute. And then after that, I'm not allowed to check for so many hours, like it make it as in-depth as you need to like write it out it sounds so strange but when I do that it, it does seem to make a difference like because otherwise what happens is we're checking everywhere and by setting a time to check we're still satisfying that urge to check so we're giving our brain what it needs but then the rest of the time we're forced to not check and it kind of makes it easier to just I don't want to say forget but not I mean, the less we check, like the easier it's going to be to start to not be thinking about it so much. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this back and be like, Tamron, you make absolutely no sense. But I, I hope that, that that makes sense. Like, I hope it makes some kind of sense. And at, like as always, if you have your own tips to share or something that works for you, I'm always open to hearing them. I love hearing from you guys and what works for you and what doesn't. Um, and I, and I share it with the community as well. Like you guys have shared tips with me that I share with like on my stories and it can be really helpful. So if you resonate with that or if that makes sense, great. <laughs> and if not, let me know um, maybe something that's worked for you or, or any suggestions or like, let's just have a conversation about it. Of course, my health anxiety intensified during COVID. I have a separate episode on that. So I'm not going to go too in detail like about that here. Um, that is episode 18, I believe. But yeah, like during during COVID, 
my health anxiety definitely intensified and I found myself really focusing on symptoms like shortness of breath. Whenever I'm anxious, shortness of breath is almost always a symptom that comes up, always. So if I'm anxious and then I eat a new food and I have shortness of breath, I think, oh my God, I'm having an allergic reaction. Or in the case of when I was sick with COVID and I had shortness of breath, I thought, oh my God, uh, it's my lungs. Um, my like my lungs are failing or what what I don't even know what I was thinking but whatever the situation is like I just kind of tie it into that situation but shortness of breath is always something that I deal with um so that definitely was something again like that's something that comes up for me every now and again so in terms of health anxiety over the past year shortness of breath has been up and down up and down and it definitely got worse during COVID so go listen to that episode um if you're sick or if you have a fear of sickness or if you've been sick and dealt with health anxiety or you know someone who's going through it, I go much deeper into it, into it on that episode. So I have a few more things that I want to share with you. I feel like they fall more under the death anxiety category. So I think that I'm going to do that in a separate episode. I was kind of going to get into like those bad omens and things that we think are signs of something like that's like something terrible is going to happen to us but I feel like I want to save that for another episode because already as always this one is pretty long already so I do want to end it off soon so I'm going to do a separate episode where I talk more about death anxiety and in terms of health anxiety and my biggest health anxiety obsessions I'm also going to do more episodes on that where I can share more because if I share everything in this episode I feel like it's going to be way too long and I just I don't want it to be as long as the last episode which was like an hour and a half so I think I'm going to end this off here I hope this helps if you're dealing with anything that I've spoken about I really wanted to get into the allergy fears because it's such a huge one in our community so I really hope that just by having a little chat about just some random ways that health anxiety still affects me that it has helped you like I said I'm going to do a separate episode on the blurry vision and like any eye issues I'm going to do a separate episode on death anxiety and omens and things that we that we take as something bad and I still have a few more ways that health anxiety affects me now um, as a result of certain symptoms that are that always come up for me like dizziness um, heart symptoms obsessing over my moles, uh, pins and needles, depersonalization, but I am going to do that in a separate episode. So I guess you could look at this as part one of how, like my experience with health anxiety now, like as someone who feels like they've reached a point where they can manage it and have it under control. But these are the things that if I'm going to struggle with health anxiety, these are the things that I'm going to deal with. So I won't be bringing out another episode until after Christmas. I, You may be listening to this before Christmas, on Christmas Day, after Christmas, but either way, I just want to wish you happy holidays. I know it's so easy to say that, and if you're struggling with anxiety, it's it feels anything but happy, in which case, when I say my heart is with you, sometimes I hear myself saying things, and I feel like, Tamron, you say that a lot, but I really do mean it. My heart is truly with you because I was you. So I, when I say that I know what hell health anxiety is, I really do because I lived it. Be gentle with yourself and take care of yourself and put your needs first. You know, take take care of yourself and what you need. Often we're struggling with anxiety and health anxiety and our thoughts are just, just they don't stop. And then at the same time, a lot of us have all these people-pleasing tendencies and we're putting other people before us. So really try to just give yourself what you need, okay? Like give yourself what you need. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves that Christmas has to look a certain way, you know? If we're not spending it with family, there's something wrong with us. We, we're going to be depressed and we're going to be alone. And or if we're not, with, we're not doing this, so we're not doing that. Christmas is whatever you want it to be. Okay, it's 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 an it's a day. It's just a day. 
It's whatever you want it to be and you can celebrate it how you want to. Okay? So, if anything, treat yourself a little bit this holiday season. Like, give yourself what you need. I've been spending so much time on my yoga mat. I've been asking myself daily over the past few days, Tamarin, what do you need? Like, not what, not what do they need or what does she need or he need. What do, what do you need? Because... I really do have a tendency to put myself last and to not think about what I need. So I really have been asking myself, what do I need? What are some things that I can do to make me feel better within myself? A lot of people will, like I've seen videos where people say it's so selfish to say things like that because, you know, you're prioritizing yourself and like, what about your family? But or what about your friends or, or this person or your partner? But how can we be our best when we're prioritizing everyone else first before ourselves? Like like how? Especially when we're struggling with anxiety and we're struggling with our minds every day. You do a lot. I know you do a lot. And I know you do your very best. I truly do. So please think about yourself and be gentle with yourself and give yourself what you need. Okay? Give yourself what you need and don't put pressure on yourself and acknowledge everything that you do and acknowledge every step forward. Even the time, just acknowledge everything that you do every day. I love you. I believe in you. You are absolutely worthy of healing. If you're he hearing these words right now, you're meant to hear these words. You're meant to be here. Okay, I can't wait to be doing regular episodes from now on. I have so many episodes lined up, so you'll be hearing from me weekly. And thank you for being here with me. Thank you for being part of this incredible community. Like, it's, it's my entire heart. I'll talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day, a beautiful evening wherever you are. And hang in there. Okay? Thank you.